0: Hey, ladies! Welcome back to Save the Girls podcast. We're your hosts, Jocelyn Hass and Michaela Johnson. And today's episode is about generational cycles. I guess.
1: Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> That's like close enough. Yeah. yeah. I feel like sometimes when we just say the title, I'm like, okay, but they read the title. Yeah. So like, I'm not
0: gonna repeat that.
1: <laughs> You're like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, me and
0: Kayla literally just had such a crazy conversation, which we should have just pressed record, but, um, the <laughs> <It> way, <happens. laughs> the way that God gives us messages is so funny because uh-huh. it'll be very, like, it'll be a little bit different, but at the same time, it'll like coincide perfectly, yeah. but we'll have no idea that both of us had like the yes. experiences that we did until we sit
1: down and we're like, okay, what are we recording it Right. About? My Mm -hmm. mom just asked me that too. She was like, what are you guys recording about today? And I was like, I don't know. We don't, we don't ever know until like we go. And then that's when I like was like, okay, God, what is it going to be? Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah.
0: So you want to say like, tell the story?
1: Yeah. So basically today, Joss texted me earlier. She's like, I have this crazy story to tell you. And I'm like, okay, dope. Like I'm excited. And we knew we meet every Tuesday. So I was like, okay, dope. Like I'm excited. Mm -hmm. And so I got off of work. I went home and my parents were just sitting and we were talking, eating dinner like always. And my mom. Mom always asks, like, what are we going to record about? And I'm like, I don't know. So I go in my car, and I'm like, okay, God, like, I have, like, normal music on my phone, like, a lot of Christian music, but I have normal music. And I click on my playlist, and the song that comes up, I, like, was like, okay, God, like, what do you want us to listen to? I click songs, and I click, um, like, random, basically, like, anything they want. And the song that comes up is over and over again by Nellie so random and I'm like all right like <laughs> god what does this mean and in my head he's like that's like what I kind of got out of that is like what I heard him say is that's when you don't deal with your stuff You it just keeps cycling and cycling and I was like bro what and I kind of understood it but then it's when Joss told me her side of the story when like what happened to her today when I was like wow like I was getting chills as she was telling me I was like holy crap, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah,
0: so there is, like, so much that goes into it, and I'm going to try to be as organized as possible, but that's really not my
1: strong suit. Yeah, so, like, same. Just hang okay. in there, but I swear, at the end, you'll be like, wow. It makes sense, I yeah, swear. there
0: is a point to the story.
1: The over and over again part will come more in when Joss explains yeah. her. Side.
0: Okay, so on my way to work, I say this all the time, but I listen to Sadie Robertson's podcast, um, whoa, that's good, and I kind of just go through and I'm like, okay, like, which one sounds good this morning or, like, whatever. And it was one where the title was, like, not that interesting. It was like, um, we're reading your DMs with um, this lady. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to listen to this one because I feel like I haven't really listened to this one before. So I click it and they're basically talking about, well, what the lady she was interviewing was talking about was um, how when we don't deal with childhood things. Or, like, childhood traumas or, you know... Things that have happened to us, um, it kind of, like, grows into something when you're older. Like, if you never deal with it, it follows you, right? So her thing was with her dad, she um, said she felt, like, over-scrutinized by him. Like, she always felt like he was overly critical of her, wanted her to be perfect. And she said when she grew up, like, she always felt that way, but she had never expressed it to him. So she was basically explaining, like, until she told him and talked to him about it, she didn't feel delivered from it. And she was, like, in her head before she had the conversation with him, it could go one of two ways. Um, Either he's going to deny that he ever did that, or, you know, he's going to feel convicted and, like, feel bad about it. Right. And, you know, apologize or whatever. And so she said when she told him, he started crying, and he was, like... I'm so sorry. Like, it wasn't anything to do with you. It was, like, my fault. Uh, You know, like, he was like, it was my fault. And he admitted that, he just basically apologized and admitted that he did something wrong. And so then, I kid you not, my dad texts me. I don't know if a lot of you know, I don't think I've really shared that story too often, but, like, my dad wasn't a part of my life since I was in, like, elementary school. Like, he's addicted to drugs, and, like, my mom really wasn't a part of my life growing up either. I was raised by my grandparents, so I didn't have either of my parents, which was a really hard thing as a kid because you just feel
1: unwanted. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't feel like anybody... Wants you and you feel very abandoned, and, and it's like not normal. Like you go yeah. to school and everyone's with their mom and dad, and you're like, oh, like
0: yeah. Well, it was normal to me for my grandparents right. to be like my parents, but then when you tell kids, like, oh yeah, it's my grandparents, like you don't think anything of it, but then yeah. they're like, you live with your grandparents, like, right, right? Exactly. That, I still get that, like, oh, your grandparents raised, like they don't understand, yeah, exactly. And then my brother was raised by my mom, so then that confuses people even more. Well, is he your full brother? Like, yes, he yes. is. You, <laughs> I swear, you, it's you so won't if you yeah. don't know the whole story. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so I kid you not, and my dad lives in Arizona, so he doesn't even live here. He texts me today and he basically said that he got into an argument with my grandma, with his mom, and um, that he doesn't want me and him to, you know, not be in each other's lives from now on. And he goes, I know I haven't been there, um, like, most of your life, but I want us to move forward, like, being in each other's lives. And he goes... It was never your fault. It was mine, 100%. I cannot make this up. I was just listening to the podcast this morning. He texted me maybe like 20 minutes after I was done listening,
1: saying that. Dude, that is insane. And
0: I was like, what in the world? So then this lady at my work, the HR lady comes in and me and her have only had like one other conversation, which is even more crazy. And it was the week that I started when like she had to because of the HR stuff. So this was only like the second time we've actually really talked. Talking, talking. And I cannot make this up. So she starts talking to me and she's like, um, talking about It was something random, but she was talking about different podcasts that she listens to, and she was saying how a lot of them were around COVID and, like, how it's deeply affected some people, and she said she didn't realize how much COVID actually affected her until she started to actually feel like depressed. And she was like, I'm not a depressed person. I'm typically a really happy person. Right. So when I started feeling like this prolonged depression, I knew something was wrong. And she said, I didn't realize until listening to other people talk about it, that I was dealing with some of the effects from it as well. Right. And then um, she goes into this book that she was reading like a while ago about um, it's like a woman's book and it gives all these different topics. It's actually like kind of a workbook and um, me and Kay have a girls group and I was telling her, you know, that would be a perfect book for me, this and that. And she was saying how like, she, I'm sorry, I feel like I like drag it on and I just want no, to No, dude, the point. it's okay. It's, it's just it's so interesting too. It's so interesting. Yeah. So she was saying that she was reading this book and one of the chapters was on trust and she was like, at my age because she's like a little bit older she's not like old but she's just a little bit older so she was like at my age I kind of like kept hearing about this book and I just felt like you know I don't need to read that like maybe I'll just skim it or like I'll get it and just skim it and see you know if
1: anything comes possible and she
0: was like if I can just read it and to help other people that's how she worded it she was like maybe I can just read it to help other people and she said one night she was actually sitting down and reading this chapter about trust and she was like in my head I was like you know I'm not somebody who struggles with trust so I don't really need to like whatever but she was still reading it and she said the Holy Spirit literally like told her she was like or she (laughs) the Holy (laughs) Spirit was like she said in her head she heard wow you really struggle with trust and she said she went to bed feeling really uncomfortable she was like what in the world like I don't struggle with trust you know I trust people and she said before she was saved she did struggle with abusive relationships and all this stuff so it makes sense if your trust is kind of like messed up but Sometimes you don't really realize it, right? She said in the middle of the night, she literally woke up and had a vision. And it was reflecting on all the things in her life from childhood. And God was showing her where she didn't trust. And she said it was absolutely insane. And she said ever since then, she hadn't had those feelings. So this is where it gets actually crazy. So I was like, wow, I'm just listening to this podcast right now. And she's talking about how... When you don't deal with things, you know, if you don't actually go down and dig the root out of, you know, jealousy, of rejection, of these things that were planted in you as a child, they're going to keep growing and you're still going to struggle with them when you get older. And she was like, you know what, you should go and check out this lady, Jenny Allen. And I was like, hold on, because then she and then she started talking about what she talks about. And she was like. This lady talks about how important it is to have friendship with women and how until you actually get things out, you're not going to feel better from it. And I was like, this is nuts. Right. I went and looked. I was like, wait, what did you say her name was? Mind you, I'm still listening to the podcast. I just have it on pause to talk to her. Right. The freaking person that Sadie was interviewing was Jenny Allen. I've never heard of this lady. I didn't even listen to her when she introduced herself on Sadie's podcast. Like, it didn't register with me until she started explaining what she's all about. I was like, I swear, this is what my podcast is talking about. I went and looked. I was like no way, I'm not even kidding you. I was like, I am listening to a podcast with her in it right now. And then I told her, I was like, it's Sadie Robertson's podcast and this and that. And she was like, wow, that is insane. And then she was like, I have, my granddaughter, she was like, I bought her Sadie's book. And I was like, dude, that's crazy. My best friend Kayla like bought me Sadie's <laughs> book. book for my birthday. And we were just like in total like shock, like what in the world? Like God is just so crazy dude, how I, he
1: like works. Like, and as you were saying that story, it literally reminded me, and this weekend I was watching this sermon, and I'm always a big one on watching it about relationships and, like, trying to figure out how I can make myself better, Mm -hmm. and in one of the, uh, like, it was... It was about singleness, and he was giving me seven strategies, and one of the first ones he was like, right now, he was like, the first thing I'm going to tell you is go to therapy and go to counseling to figure out your, like, problems now so you don't go into, like, a relationship, and this is my big thing that I keep reminding myself is I'm, like, I'm not ready for a relationship because there's so much, like, in that I'm digging up that I want to figure out, and I'm I'm not saying you're ever going to be perfect because we're constantly changing and we're constantly learning stuff about ourselves, but, like... We can fix the, like, big, broad problems about ourselves, And he was like, because then you can go in a relationship and you can figure out their problems and help them through their problems. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And then, like, that goes back to the over and over again and what Jocelyn's saying and what the other um, lady was talking about. Like, when we don't, like, go down and dig up our problems, we're just going to keep cycling and cycling and cycling and just being, like okay, like, when am I going to get over this, God? Like, I'm ready. But it's not like we're digging down and being like, this is actually what happened. This is what hurt me, and now it's letting it go.
0: And a lot of times we can't do that on our own because a lot of the stuff that we're still dealing with did happen when we were kids, and we mm-hmm. can't remember the exact exactly. point that, that happened where, like, a therapist can actually look at you and be like, okay, I see that you struggle with this, like, and try to bring up memories of why that happened and, like, things that we've experienced that we could never do on our own. Exactly. So that's so important to have even people around you that can do that for you. And Mm -hmm. that's another thing that uh, Jenny Allen was talking about, too, is, like, the importance of friendship and, like, having good friends. Yes. Because she was saying how, like, we change, so we need to stop clinging on to friends and, like, trying to hold on to friendships when, like, they're only meant to be in our lives. Some people are only meant to be in our lives for a season. Right. And we can't try to, like, prolong that season. Like, exactly. when it's time for them to go, it's time for them to go. Exactly. And she talks about building, like, valuable friendships. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, honestly, until I started having the girls group and I started talking to you, like, I never had, like, really deep connections with a right. lot of girls. And I don't know if that was me holding myself back or, like, whatever, but now the importance of like just being able to open up and be honest and be vulnerable Mm -hmm. about things that I'm dealing with or things that I've went through. I've never felt better. Yeah. And like I've never had more meaningful, valuable friendships. Right. Until like, you know, we started being able to talk about that stuff together. Exactly.
1: No, I completely agree. And it's it's nice to have those valuable friendships and That's what it is, right? Yeah. Uh And vulnerable friendships, and it's crazy, actually, because I'm reading a book. It's called Daring Greatly, and I only read, like, a couple pages a day because if I read a lot, I'm reading two different books, and so when I read a lot of each book, I'm like, holy crap, like, I'm overwhelmed, so I try to only read, like, little bits of the book, and in the chapter right now, we're talking about vulnerability. Wow. Which is crazy. No, and
0: that's one of the big things, though. Like, that's basically what she's talking about is how until you're vulnerable about what you're going through, you're never going to get over it. Like, we have to sit with those uncomfortable feelings and, like, even the ugly... Like, we have to admit the ugly things about Mm -hmm. us for us to actually heal from it. Yeah. Like, something, and I'm being completely honest, like, something I've really struggled with growing up because of the fear of rejection is almost, like, I don't even want to say jealousy, but almost like a, I want people... Like, in my friendships, okay? Like, it's almost like I want people to really show affection towards me for me to feel secure in that friendship. So whenever I didn't feel secure, whenever I felt like I wasn't getting that from my friends, almost like a jealousy or, like, an anger would come up inside me because of that deep-rooted rejection, fear of rejection and, like, not feeling wanted. Mm -hmm. So it would, like, reflect in that way. Right. But if I was never able to be open and honest about that, I would never be able to heal from that. Yeah. And so it's so important... Um, one thing she was talking about too is when you're with your friends, sometimes you have to be the one that's going to go first. Yeah. Like sometimes you have to be the one to share that before the other person's going to, or like she was referring to girls groups too. Like mm-hmm. when you're with a group of girls, like sometimes if you want to help them, you have to be the one to be willing to go first. Yep. And then that's, what's going to create that vulnerable friendship or like that valuable friendship. Yep. Because you'll feel completely comfortable to like, Break down and show them, yeah, this is what I'm struggling with, and I really need your help.
1: Oh, right, no, exactly. And a lot of times, too, people ask me, and I've shared this with Joss, and I always share this with a lot of girls. I get very much, I don't have super bad social anxiety, but I get like nervous in cer- certain settings, and I'm like, people are gonna judge me. But I try to put myself in position as like, they probably feel the exact same way as I do, so I need to start at like basically being myself because Mm -hmm. that's the only way I'm gonna and if you don't like me for me being myself then bye like I know that sounds weird but like I'll still love you like I'm I'll still love you and love you from afar but like I'm gonna be myself whether you like it or not and that's like going into girls groups and being vulnerable sometimes you just need to do it because other girls are like oh my gosh like if I share this are they gonna judge me yeah and like not even thinking that like no it's okay like this is a safe zone Mm -hmm. and my therapist is teaching me like who I who's safe to like share my feelings with and I was like, Wow Like and it's crazy because she points out certain things about myself and she's like, You need to like sometimes you just need to be safe with yourself. And yeah. I was like, Wow like
0: <laughs> That is true because sometimes I think we feel like we do need to share every single thing mm-hmm. when like before we even process how yeah. we feel about it. Exactly. And I think that is that's important. But sometimes you do need to like let it out in front of somebody and yeah. be like This is all of my thoughts. Like, please help me. Like, Mm -hmm.
1: unravel that. Right, and sometimes like you just need to be like, I'm just like, and that's one reason why I really like therapy because I can just go there and be like, this was going and just like let it all out. And she's just sitting there like, mm hmm, like it's just like, just some need for to listen. Like, granted, I'm I'm paying her, but Mm -hmm. she's she's great, and I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how you're dealing with this right now because I give her job. Yeah, no, exactly. But like, literally, sometimes I'm like, holy crap, like I just like lot out, and she's, yeah. she's just listening, and I'm like, and but that's how you can be with friends, and that's how our friendship is. I it's think very that's similar. the
0: best way to do it, though, is just get everything out, and then we can sit there and be like, okay, that was a lot, but, like, let's... Dig deeper. Analyze it because why are you feeling this way or why are you feeling anxious? Exactly. And her and Sadie were talking about, too, like, Sadie was saying how she struggles with anxiety. And she said one time, it was kind of a funny example, but it's, like, a very, like, real example. Um, And I feel like we can relate back to it. But she was saying how, like, she was calling Christian, her husband, and she said she had a fear that, like, somebody was following her. Like, this car was following her. And I'm like, bro, that happens to me all the time. Like, they'll make one same term, and I'm like,
1: okay, they're they're following me.
0: I need to turn down a different street.
1: Dude, I do that if we're driving straight. (laughs) Like, if (laughs) I'm like, 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 oh, God, they're following me. Oh, no. Yeah. Please protect me. (laughs) Yeah. So she said she was
0: calling him, and he was like, well, if you're scared, just go to your parents' house. And she's like what? You're supposed to tell me that I'm being irrational and they're not following me. Like, I'm just, my anxiety speaking. (laughs) And she said that she got, like, a little upset about that because she's like, I was telling him to, like, calm me down because I... I know I'm thinking irrationally, right? But, but I need somebody to check yeah, me, basically. Right. Like, and so sometimes, and then Jenny was saying like sometimes you have to kind of forewarn that person. Like, okay, I'm feeling this way. I need you to like talk me down from it. Because sometimes we don't know. Right. You're coming exactly. at me with the I'm I'm giving you a solution. Like, well, yeah. just don't go. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Just keep driving around until they stop out. You right.
1: know? But, go to the police station. <laughs> right.
0: But sometimes we don't think about it that way. Like sometimes we have to let people know what we need.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Because otherwise.
0: We just assume that they should know, and that's not fair,
1: exactly. And sometimes, too, like I'll come at people and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this, this, and that. And I'm uh, sometimes I just want to share it, yeah. And I don't even want to get anyone's opinion, I just like I'm so excited, I just want to talk about it, or I'm like sad and I just want to talk about it. And then I hear people's stuff and I'm like, Oh no, but a lot of times I need the advice because I was
0: gonna say, Dude, this is so <sighs> crazy. You brought this up too because in the podcast, they're saying how it's important, like, sometimes, yes, you just need to vent, yeah, and like you need to like let that person know before. Beforehand, right. But sometimes we need to accept advice and we need to be willing to accept advice exactly. and, like, hear what the other person has mm-hmm. to say. Because if we're just constantly venting to somebody and not allowing them to, s- like, speak into our situations, yep. we're creating kind of an unhealthy
1: situation. Exactly. Because we're
0: creating a situation where we just dump on the other person and expect exactly. them not to say anything.
1: Exactly. And, like, we're just like, oh, this, 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 this and then be like, okay, I don't want to hear your advice. I don't want to change. I'm just going to keep coming to you. It's kind of vent. what we do to God. Yes. No, literally. That's like, literally what we do to God. We're <laughs> no, like, Literally.
0: God, please bless me, please um, protect me, please do this and that. I'm having a lot of anxiety right now, so please, like, help me, strengthen me, this and that. And then we don't open our Bible.
1: Dude, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I actually was talking to somebody the other day, and they were like, I, like, haven't heard God talk to me yet. And then they were like, they are like, but I really don't read my Bible. And I wanted to look at them and be like, well, the only way you really can hear it at first but is that's you to tell them. And I didn't really realize that at first until after, and I was like, Oh, I hate when that happens. And I was like, dang, I should text them, but then I forgot, and now Mm -hmm. I just remembered it again, but it's like, because at first I was struggling with that, I'm like, I don't hear God, like, when is this voice is going to come in my head, and then it's like, and now I'm starting to realize, like, it's not just this random, mysterious voice, it's like literally your own thoughts speaking to you, and you're like right like at first you're like okay this is just me and then it's like crazy things happen and for example like a situation happened to me the other day where I got like super excited and I was like what the heck like why am I so upset about this and like all of a sudden like I drove home and I was like butthurt about it and I was like bro what and like why is it like why am I feeling this way and literally like as I was driving around I was listening to like hype up music like I heard God saying to me this is what happens when you try to run and I'm telling you to walk Mm. and I'm like dang bro like no like, and I don't call God bro but I as I, I call everyone bro and, dude <laughs> and all this stuff but like as I'm sitting there I'm like dang that kind of hurt and sometimes like you need people to like sit there and be like like it's like a heart it's like a good hurt like dang that kind of hurt and at first you're probably a little butt hurt and then sometimes you're like well I needed to hear it and I'm glad sure. I heard it
0: Kayla I can't <laughs> even make this up I cannot make this up like I really can't make this up. (laughs) But I was on my way to work, freaking listening, as I'm listening to this podcast, and I was literally thinking to myself, like, the truth really does hurt. But it's what sets us free. Mm-hmm. And it's what teaches us. Oh, yeah. Because if people are always, like, if we're always being lied to and, like, deceived, like, yeah. we're never going to learn from, like, lies. Or, exactly. like, for sugarcoating things. Because we do that a lot, too. We sugarcoat things. Exactly. Um, but I, there was another point I wanted to make. What were you just talking about? Oh, how we hear God. Yes. So that was, like, a bit, that was the main thing I struggled with when I, and I, I felt so discouraged. Same. I was, like, he I w- remember me. even telling, yeah, I remember <sighs> even telling Zay, like, we would be driving home from church and this is a very honest thing but I was really doubting my faith at this point like this was way back like when I kind of first started I'd say like the first six months and I would tell him I'm like I'm kind of really doubting like why can't I hear God Like, why can't why doesn't he speak to me like maybe he doesn't love me maybe this isn't for me and then um as I got more into it I'm like and I started reading the Bible I started getting so much revelation and I started learning things and I'm like whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, God's been speaking the whole time. I just had to, like, w- go looking for yeah, it. Like, the exactly. Bible says, seek truth above all things. Like, yep. go, you need to actually physically seek the truth. Yep. You need to seek what he says. You yep. need to seek wisdom. Yeah, You can't just expect it to, bam, hit you. Right, it. Like, exactly. you have to,
1: like, want to. And, like, sometimes it will. Sometimes it will be, like, Boom! And right, then, but yeah. if you never
0: were in your word, and you never were like praying, or you exactly. never were doing these things, you wouldn't
1: know. Exactly. Because God
0: has been speaking to us our whole lives. Yes, yeah. i just, didn't I'm just know gonna say that.
1: Yeah, I literally one day I was like my one of my therapy sessions. This is like in the very beginning when I first started. I go to Christian therapy, so Jesus gets brought on, up a lot in it. Like it's like a lot of our conversations end back to what Jesus would do, basically, and God and Jesus get brought up all the time. And one of our conversations were about like going to hell like I was so terrified about going to hell and I still am but literally like our whole conversation was about that and her like explaining it to me and I was like dude thank you and she basically said like God basically speaks to us our entire life and like we don't go to hell because we like believe we go to hell for disbelief that's a big thing and I mean it's a very narrow walk we need to walk with Jesus and claim him as our Lord and Savior and like repent our sins but like like, yeah, besides the point, that's not where I'm going with this. <laughs> Anyways, but, like, she said, like, Jesus is always... God and the Holy Spirit are always speaking to us, but it's just a little whisper. It's if we choose to l- tune into that and listen to that or not. And yeah. I was like, wow. So if I want to hear God, I just have to basically tune into it? Like, I'm tuning him out? I'm like, right. that is bogus. But in a way,
0: too, like, I feel <laughs> like how... um like our spiritual mom explains it is we need to build our spirit man up more than our flesh man so like if we're constantly giving into the desires of our flesh god's voice is going to get quieter and quieter Mm -hmm. the more we like are rooted in the word the more we're seeking him and like trying to learn what he wants us to do the louder and louder his voice is going to get because we're seeking that yeah but and our flesh will get weaker and our temptations will get weaker because we're going after god right but if we're yeah giving into our flesh and giving into our temptations all the time yeah that's always gonna win exactly it is it's it's a fight You know, it's a fight between our flesh and our spirit. Like, we always have to choose to be stronger in the spirit rather than give in to what our flesh wants and what, like, our worldly selves want. Exactly, because a lot of
1: times, too, like, our fleshly selves isn't going to want the thing that's good for us. Mm -hmm. It's just going to want the thing that, like what everyone else wants because the that's temporary
0: a, pleasure that's exactly your, your flesh is always seeking like temporary pleasure exactly. what's gonna make me feel good right now mm-hmm. and I like
1: really that really spoke to me after Mexico because I was so sad I'm like why am I so sad but it's literally because my values were here my values weren't up in heaven and then God like was like hold up sister like this is not what we're sad about like mm-hmm. why are we sad about this right now like there's no reason to be sad about this and it, he basically checked me and he was like you need to not be like this like It's okay to be sad, and yeah, but, like, your desires are up in heaven, like, and then it always brings me back, like, our best day on earth is our worst day in heaven, so just if you put that in, like, all things, like, if giving birth to your baby, which I want to have babies more than anything, I talk about this all the time, but literally, if our, like, our desire is to, like, have babies, and that's the best day of our life, to have, like, our kids, like, that's the best day, like, that's the worst day in heaven. Yeah. Like, that says so much, and Mm -hmm. I was like... Dang, like, I honestly, like, there's, like, memes, and it's just, like, Jesus, I'm ready. Like, can you come pick me up? I'm like, bro, that's me. Like, I'm ready. It, like, I'm tired of this. Yes. But I know Jesus keeps waking me up every day, so there's a reason for it. And then yeah. it, it helps me through the day. But anyway. I think
0: what helps, too, is remembering that, like, we are, like, born into this world. So we're naturally going to have, like, worldly desires. But yeah. God already knows that. It's not like he's looking down on us, like, wow, you really suck.
1: Right. Like, you really I, surprised me there. Like, I put you in this world <laughs> and, like,
0: Obviously, he, he expects <laughs> us to do what we do. Right. Like, That's why he in, sent Jesus. Right. We're in a sinful world. It's natural that we're going to fall. Exactly. But it's just the fact of, like, actually fixing our eyes on him, being, like, being... It's the most humbling experience because you actually have to, like, break yourself down. You have to deny yourself, literally deny yourself so that you can be a follower of God and you can, like, follow the narrow path to heaven. Yeah. Because it is, like, a lot of people don't find it. No. And the ones who do, like you have a big responsibility. We have a big responsibility to like help others, try to guide others to it. And exactly. just like, but of all things reflect God's love because yeah. that's essentially what we're here to do.
1: Yeah. And I don't think I ever really understood that. Like until me and you were talking about that, like if a Christian isn't showing you love, then that's not there. Like we need to show, even if we disagree with somebody, anything, we need to show them constantly God's love. It's so true. And it's just like, You're, like, the enemies. You need to literally make them, like, love you. Like, it sounds so crazy, but, like, they hate you. You need to show them love still. Like, cool, you hate me? We're going to still love each other. Like, I'm going to show you how Jesus loves us, even though we constantly show him hate. And it's just... Crazy, and when I put in perspective of how, like, Jesus dealt with it, like, I'm like, bro, this is wild. Because, like, Jesus constantly was basically, like, spit on every single day of Mm -hmm. his life, but he still showed people up every single day. Because he
0: knew what was after this. He knew that this was only temporary. He knew that this does not matter. Right. Like, whatever we think matters here really does not matter. Right, no, exactly. Like, the only thing that matters is... What God wants for our lives, how we can be better Christians, like mm-hmm. how we can be better followers of God and how we can love people even further, because okay. it's loving people is not natural.
1: No, you know, like the <laughs> no. the last
0: thing we want to do in certain situations is like pray for those people exactly. or like say that we love that those people. Um, an example that I want to give is there's this volunteer at my work and he is like so into his faith. Like he's hilarious, but like he's so into his faith and he is super into working out and like into the gym and stuff. Yeah. And so he goes to the gym every single morning and he's like, it's funny. I started my own little ministry at the gym. Like I pray for people. People will come up and ask me to pray for them. This <laughs> Dude, that is dope. But he was like, but there's some people who, you know, are sick of hearing me talk about it or like want to fight me. And I think he might exaggerate, like, a tiny bit. But yeah. <laughs> but the moral of the story is, like, you know, people, you know, tell me that they want to fight me or this and that or that they hate me or they hate God or this and that. And he was like, and I tell them, you know what, I love you anyway. And he literally, he's like, I tell them that. And he's like, how can you say you love me when I'm about to hit you, this and that? And he's like, hey, hit me if you want to. I know where I'm going. <laughs> and, that, and that's literally, like, how he says it. And it's so true because it's like we think that, like, those little things matter. Like we need to win these fights or we need to prove something. And it's like, no, No, no. at the end of the day, we know it really matters. Mm -hmm. And that's just the enemy trying to like agitate you to jump at that person because that would make him so happy. If you like gave into your flesh and like you gave into your ego and fought that person just because of some stupid stuff that they said to you. Yeah.
1: No, literally one time, actually I was at my one of my family members' house and my other family member, and I, ever since I've gotten saved, like, Jesus is my favorite topic. I bring it up all the time. Like, it's just something good to talk about. I don't know why you wouldn't want to hear about it, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, and some, like, my family member said to me, like, not the family member I was over by, but another person that was there was like, is this, like, all you talk about now that you're saved? And I was like, yeah. Oh, goodness. And I was like, yeah. And at first it kind of was like, would you rather have me talk about drinking and smoking? Like that but makes you, would. That brings you joy that I'm struggling? Like No, it what? wouldn't
0: necessarily bring them joy, but it would bring them comfortability. Yeah. Like, people like to be comfortable. And for some reason, Jesus, the word Jesus, the word God makes people so <laughs> uncomfortable. I don't get it. Especially the word Jesus. Like, there is literal power in his name, dude. Yeah. Like, there is such power in the name of Jesus. And people's reactions to him <laughs> it's and, so like, funny. to the word, so it's funny. like they don't know what to do. It's like no. they're so uncomfortable.
1: Dribble. Mm-hmm. and it's just it, it honestly makes me laugh sometimes like when people like say stuff to me I'm like mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, cool I don't yeah. know it's so bad but I'm like all right dude right. I
0: will never forget when me and you were walking in pick and save after a workout and you were like we were not saying anything we weren't talking were not talking we were just looking at food and she goes I just really love Jesus and I'm like, what? You're like, oh, uh, okay, that's great. I'm glad I started
1: laughing, I'm like, me too, Kayla, but that was so random. It's just like my like open I like always say that to people, like no matter where I am, like I guess um when I was out for my birthday, like this guy pulled me aside and um he started talking to me and Ali said the first thing I said to him, Well, I really love Jesus <laughs> and then she pulls me away and I'm just like, Oh, okay, like and I just like don't think anything of it. But it's literally like I think it's just like my opening thing to be like I love you, and I love Jesus. Like, I don't know.
0: That's amazing. I love that because I feel like I was a lot more, like, I want to say conservative about, not conservative, what's the right word? A lot more, like, shy about it. Yeah. At first. And, like, I would not really talk about it with people unless they asked me. Like, I wanted to talk about it, but I just felt like, I didn't want to offend people, or I didn't want people to think I was weird, or I didn't want my friends to, like, stop talking to me or think I was different now. Right. But now I'm just to the point where I'm like, dude, like... If I choose to hide my faith because other people are uncomfortable with it, then I'm not doing Jesus and God justice, and that's not really, like, what it's about. Like, you should be bold in your faith. You should be able to tell people about it. You should be able to talk about it no matter what they think of you. Yeah. Because, like you said, Jesus was judged every single day. Mm -hmm. People were out to kill Jesus because they thought he was literally going against everything the Bible says. Yeah. Like, no, just because he's, like, daring does not mean he's, like, going against God's Mm -hmm. word, he's actually fulfilling God's word, and they were not on they were not aware of that because of their religion. Exactly. You know, and I think, and and that's still something that bothers me so much is when people call me religious. I don't know how yeah. you feel about it. No, I can people get will be like, you're too. just religious, and I'm like, no, religion and spirituality or like religion and relationship yeah. with God are two totally different things. Like, because to me, religious or like religion is like a insult because yeah. of how like the Pharisees and the Sadducees are in the Bible, like they're not necessarily, like, great people because they're following the religion. They're not going based off their relationship with God. So it's offensive to me when people call me religious.
1: I actually, like, one time something happened and one of my coworkers he was like, I apologize, like, because he realized, like, it actually kind of made me upset. But, like, he was like, just because she's Christian doesn't mean anything. And I was like, Okay, like, that right there, like, kind of made me, like, upset because, like, I'm not, like, I make as many mistakes as you do. Like, I'm no better than you because I'm Christian, and I, like, hope I don't come off as, like, I'm trying to be better than you because I never want that. I no. w- literally want to come off as, like, the sweetest person it's and love. It's
0: just that I think people hold us to a higher standard, standard just because we follow God. Yeah. And, I mean, to an extent, I guess we have more responsibility because we know what we need to do and yeah. we, we, like, we follow what God says to do. Right. So I guess in a way, yes, it holds us to a higher standard, but that doesn't mean we're any less susceptible exactly. to making mistakes exactly. or slipping up mm-hmm. or saying a curse word when we're a little upset. Yeah, like, exactly. we're not freaking perfect no. just because you know, we're identifying as like a
1: Christian. Christian, yeah. you know,
0: and sometimes, like I say too, sometimes it's like, okay, that word just comes with so much. I'd rather just say like, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Like right. I just want to follow Jesus and like be more like Jesus every single day. That shouldn't make me any different than you exactly. really. Exactly. You exactly.
1: Besides the things I believe in and I have deep, deep well, not deeper morals because everyone has different morals, but like I have very deep morals and what I believe in. Yeah. Like, that's the only difference. Like, I have high standards for myself because of Jesus. Like right. That's it. Like, that's all it is, is I have higher standards for myself and I put myself at a higher standard than you even have to. Like, yes. I put it hard enough on myself. But I am Sorry, getting, screaming.
0: no, it's okay. <laughs> but I am getting better at, like, not caring too. Yeah. Like, I saw this, I think it was a TikTok and it was like, um, is it a coincidence that I lost all my friends when I got saved or is it just, or did I just lose people who weren't really there? And I was like, (laughs) That really hit me deep because I was like, you know what? Like I've, God, I have such more fulfilling friendships, loving friendships now than mm-hmm. I did before I was saved. And, like, I feel like my friends truly know me now. Right. Where, like, before, like, I felt like a lot of the friends that I had, like, they didn't truly know me because, one, they're battling their own things. But, two, like, they never took the time to, like, ask Get me about myself yeah. or, like, try to understand what I was going through or my mental health right. or, you know, things that happened in my childhood. And now, right. like, I am just so, like fulfilled with the friendships that I do have and like I'm just so grateful that like God placed the people that he did in my life when he did. Yeah. Because now like I see what a true friendship is versus somebody I'm either supposed to help or somebody who's just like an acquaintance that I can like see here and
1: there but they're not like part of my everyday life. And I think right now I'm just trying to I'm trying to figure that out with like Every, like, aspect of my life, I'm, like, are they here for me to, like, help them through something? Mm -hmm. Or are they here to, like, be a relationship for Mm -hmm. me? And I always, like, fall because I think they're supposed to be a relationship for me. Sometimes they're not supposed to be. Yeah. And then I learn about that and I'm, like...
0: (sighs) Yeah, but I think at first, because I feel like I don't make a whole lot of new friends. Like, the people who are in my life are usually, like, people I've known for most of my life. So I think, like, now that I have developed, like, new friends, like, within church or, like, with the girls group and stuff, um, it's easier for me to identify, okay, these people actually really care about me. These old, you know people who are from my way past don't. Right. And it's so obvious now. Like, it's just so obvious. And it's crazy how God, like, does that. No, exactly. But, okay, I kind of want to dang, we always end up going so long. I know, dude, I looked at it. I was like, today's going to be a half hour. I'm pretty sure this is at, like, probably, like, 45
1: minutes. I was looking at it, and it was at 9, I was like, dang. I looked at it before, and it was, like, 20 minutes. Like, not even 20. And then
0: I was looking at Sadie's, and I'm like, hers are, like, 20 minutes, and they're just as impactful. So I'm like, maybe we need to, like, cut it down (laughs) a little bit. We just get so excited. At this point, I'm like, is anybody even listening anymore? Like, (laughs) I don't know. But I did want to just bring it back quick to, um, you know, breaking cycles and, like, really trying to analyze yourself and, like, why do you question why you feel certain ways about right. certain things. Because it's not just because, you know, we say we're just, oh, I'm just an insecure person or, oh, I'm just a jealous person or, oh, like, I'm why? just an angry person. yeah But, like, where does that really come from? Exactly. Does it come from rejection? Does it come from your parents being critical of you? does it Where does it, like, originate yeah. from? So I think that that's a really important key note to like Leave end on. on yeah and just like think about that and think how you can break the cycles from continuing to happen in your life and your future and then yes. your children's lives because yes. we don't realize that the things we struggle with a lot of times our kids struggle with yeah so we need to heal before we end up like having kids and yeah. then having them struggle with it as well Yes, so, I completely agree. Generational we love, you guys. we love you guys so much. And our blog and our website are officially up. Heck yeah. yeah! The link to it is in our link tree, so where you find you know, our Spotify or Apple Podcast. It's all right there and labeled, so you'll be able to see it. But check it out because I'm going to try to post blog posts weekly. I don't know how consistent it's going to be at first because it's hard to find the time to do that stuff sometimes. But watch out for those. And as always, follow us on Instagram, all the good things yes. on social media, at Save the Girls Podcast. I'm out <laughs> of breath, and that's the last thing that I'm going to say. So we
1: want to save, save the girls. girls. Bye, guys. <laughs> Peace out.